It's another episode of Zone of Truth, a glimpse behind the curtain of making pot rod. Grab your cups, settle in, because we're bringing the tea. Hello, everybody. Hi, everybody. Hello. Welcome to Zone of Truth for this lovely episode of Crisis in the Mind of Those Around and Tears. Yes. All the tears. All on my side. Whoopsies. <laughs> so, how did everybody like the episode? That was some deep diving. That was that was some very very emotional, very deep content. I loved it. Good. I'm glad it's not just me being a big old sap because that is also <laughs> a real possibility. Guys, I made myself cry a little bit, and then Chris made me cry a lot. And then I broke you. I yeah. saw the lip quiver and everything, and it was like, <laughs> I thought she was, like, something wrong with her video, but then I saw oh it, like, quiver even more, and she was about ready to, like, bawl. Oh, it was amazing. There were so many tears happening on my side here. Well, you almost just sat there and it's just like, okay, we're going to end. I'm like, no, nah, I haven't broken her yet. Yeah, yeah. You I, I, I gotta absolutely it. did. So... I think Thanks, it's going to be a, <laughs> a new rule that all of our guests are going to have to make have to make cry me on cry their, on their last God, episode. Damn it! <laughs> it's not that well, hard. I wish to everybody do. luck to live up to my job. <laughs> <sighs> it's going to be hard though because I okay. Look, Chris was our first guest, and I got very like territorial immediately and was like, "Nope, Chris, mine. We're making backstory <laughs> together and whatever." And like. Genji's whole we background went pretty deep. The connection there, and then just all of the stuff that we sort of and we didn't even actually know that much about each other, but knowing that there is that connection, I don't know. It was just it was funny because it was just such like the way that we even met as people through mm. podcasting and just this weird connection of just being like, hi, you do a DD podcast. I do a DD podcast. Hi. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it just kind of flourished and grew. And the next thing you know, you're you're asking to have somebody come on your show. And I'm like, yeah, I'd be down for that. And then mm-hmm. you asked me to be involved with with Lou's character. But it wasn't just Lou's character. It was Lou and Herschel. And Herschel. So I'm, I'm pulling the emotional strings from both Lou and Herschel at the same time. And then Genshi was just a, well, he's Genshi. Uh, there's no other other words for that character. He was just such a he's he's too innocent. He's mm-hmm. he's too too much too much of a a a a man child is the only way to really put it. That it's so easy for him to get attached to other characters and for other characters to get attached to him. He melts your heart. He does. Yeah. And then you give him a goal to go and save broken yeah. souls. And I know. Guys, Perfect. I gave Chris a chance to... He didn't know this is what my plan was. Nope. I gave him the chance to tell me if he wanted to have his outcome be a certain direction or not. And you were basically very like, I would like him to be going and doing something good in the world. And I was like, thank God, because it would have broken my heart if you were like, I want him to go out in a blaze of glory. And I was going to have to be like, I have no. to kill Genji that would kill me 
That would no, I can't see Genshi dying that soon. He's he's no. got wow. he's got way too much too much soul in him to 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 die that fast. Yeah, I, I want to. Yeah, I've only played a few characters in my D and D career, and Genshi is one of the first few that I've played where I've looked at him and went, "I want to see where you go." You have such potential mm-hmm. as a as a character to grow and to thrive and to maybe overcome your caffeine addiction. <laughs> no, <Nope>. never. No, <laughs> no, it's just going to no. get worse. He's going to start is. getting a little cult following. He's going to make them learn how to do like cold brews. It's going to be a whole and they're thing. They're going to like stick it intravenously into his veins. He's going to have like IV bags of coffee strapped to his back. Well, that's mm-hmm. when he starts to get old and decrepit and he can't like, you know, consume coffee anymore. He's going to like that's that's mm-hmm. going to be him on his deathbed. Mm-hmm. He's just going to have intravenous coffee hanging around his bed. But it's not yeah. going to be coffee anymore. It's going to be like super espresso with like extra Arabica beans. And like they're all going to be like, you know, French press styled. It's going to be a whole system. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't that all represent me as a human being? I swear. No. What's in your uh, what's in your thermos, Chris? Water, actually. Oh, I'm shocked. For the first for the first time playing with you guys, this is actually water. I already had four coffees today. Leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> All right. How are how are you feeling, Sam? I'm good. I got some extra stuff. Natasha gave me a backhand to stop being like, stop jacking the narrative to make you so important. You're not, you <laughs> damn bastard. Oh well, yeah, was, she definitely was, she backhanded yeah. you. I was like, hey. Look, there's a million prophecies, so stop being a mopey dick about it. But also, if you're going to be like hung up on being very important or something big happening, it's not the prophecy. It's this it's this weird power that Ro has. I right. loved the concept of the weavers of having yes. three three creators that were actually above Genesis. Tied to the key. I was yeah. like, yeah, oh my that God. Was, mm, chef's kiss. That was yes. so Thank well you. executed. Thank you. Let me tell you, I talked myself into a fucking corner last time <laughs> where I just meant to say that the magic was old and powerful, but not older and more powerful than creation and have now been scrambling for a little while to be like, okay, what 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 creates creation creation? (laughs) (laughs) when you dismounted the uneven bars i was a little worried but you stuck that landing yeah i figured it out i had like little bits of panic and i really debated up until like yesterday the third weaver wasn't entropy it was life but i thought that life and creation was too similar Mm -hmm. yeah and would get confusing. So entropy is kind of more of a a chaotic force and like that everything will eventually break down. So in my head, then entropy is big in row. Like you've you're a very chaotic element in this world that I don't think people have seen before with what you can do. Mm-hmm. But also that's very magical. So like those two forces are very strong with what you have going on. Mm -hmm. And the idea of the little rock man, I did originally create Gyro to sort of prove that Genesis doesn't give a fuck about what he creates anymore. Like he's Mm -hmm. not giving 
them direction or anything like that. And then I was like, oh, this is literally what Genshi can do because you know about it. And that is absolutely a soul thing. And if you're just worried about creating, you're not worried about souls and the essence of the things you're making. Yeah, yeah, he wasn't considered by what happened after. But I can I can literally picture you standing on like those pegboards where you have like all the pins in the boards and you're tying the string to the string to the pin to the pins and just trying to like connect all the dots. That's what's behind <laughs> the, the the sparkly sheet behind her. This <laughs> now this is just fabric on a on a clothes rack. <laughs> no, my thankfully it's not that bad. I actually, once I sort of sit down and I start to write stuff out, it gets a lot clearer for me. Most of my planning is actually just in this little notebook. Where yeah, that's why I need to fill this whole thing out so we don't get lost along the way because we're yeah. like so. Yeah, for everybody so again, because this is a podcast. Oh. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sam has a yellow binder that says "pot rod lore" on it. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I can't even show you the, my lore books right now. It's I've I've got literally around me right now in my little recording area. Mm-hmm. I've got the one book for you guys. I've got another book for lore. I've got a book for my characters. I have a book for the other two continents, and then I also have my laptop with all of my actual encounter notes and all of my it. Mm-hmm. Running a podcast is hard. Ours is a unique challenge in that we don't have the world pre-built Correct. going we into only it. Build and it when we that. need it because I figured that way we aren't tied to something like which mm-hmm. is which is amazing because a lot of like a lot of D and D games you do you do have that. Especially if you're not doing a homebrew style, if you're doing like an actual module or you're doing a pre-written mm-hmm. world, continuity is hard to f- stand by when you aren't sitting there reading the campaign books every you know five minutes. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, don't get me wrong, we've played campaigns where we use them. I've not played that many actual modules. So like the gods of Faerun, Faerun doesn't mean jack shit to me. <laughs> like true so that's a fun resource but like i I don't know it's just never actually meant that yeah much, i guess i think we steal things from those books and then i call mm-hmm. it good enough like bits yeah. that's what they're there for they're they're yeah. resource books they're, they're guidelines. guidelines exactly yeah i don't know i just feel like the way we do it i feel like the world is round and then having to be stuck in book or like the world that you've already pre-planned everything out on is flat yeah Mm -hmm. because you have only like point a to point b instead of oh wait we can go all the way around as many times as we want right and find something new on every rotation correct i love the way you guys do it Honestly, it's a lot of fun i it is greatly encourage people to do it just yeah for fun you can find a player and or a DM that you just work really well together with. You should do that kind of... Sorry, everybody. Evan has come in. Hello, everyone. To bother me like a weirdo. Rude. <laughs> I also have a visit from a puppy <laughs> who desperately <laughs> seeked my attention. 
relaying information that has no relevance to anyone listening in the future but did forever alter the course of the conversation in the past. Time travel editing is great. That's okay. I gotta be up in five hours, too. Ah. Thank goodness I don't work tomorrow, because also, y'all, I getting sick, so I apologize in advance <laughs> oh, <laughs> for no. however that whole episode and this one sounds. You sound fine on mine. Yeah, you sounded great. Oh, good. Yeah. I, on the way home, was like, I feel kind of crappy, and now having to go kind of well, uh, DM basically this session because I put us in a plot situation where only <sighs> I had the answers. That's true. I was like, oh no, that's going to be rough, but it went better than expected. It went fantastic. It went fantastic. I loved it. Like you, you, you closed off a lot of unanswered questions mm -hmm. with more unanswered questions, which is Good. fantastic. You made it so that there there's an objective mm -hmm. like we know next that you guys are potentially going to go and save kieran, kieran. Mm -hmm. and genshi's going to go roam around in the black forest and do yeah. spooky things genshi mm -hmm. has a purpose yep genshi has a purpose and yeah it's just there's a nice little tie-in of everything yeah. yeah yeah nice little bow also everybody I had to get rid of Chris this episode or I will never let him leave. So it's true. Lou is not the only one who collects strays. Okay. I've said it since the beginning. <laughs> Natasha collects strays. I do. That was honestly one of my favorite things like in my college and just post-college years having all of like, these are people I know and these are other people I know and let's make them mix and make them be friends and blend them all together. Collecting more strays. Like this is very much a thing that I have always enjoyed doing. So, well, the nice um, thing is yeah. with the way that we kind of sent Genshi on his way, he can always come back. There's nothing saying that you don't run into Genshi in the future. Absolutely. So yeah. if you ever miss me just a little bit too much, you know where to find me. Absolutely. Yes. But also, if you did ever want to come back, you could make a different character. Oh, That's I true. could. You could. But I, I do, of course, have a very soft spot for Genji. Like I said earlier, Genji is one of the few characters that I've ever made where I've looked at him and been like, I kind of want to see you grow. So mm -hmm. I'm going to proceed growing Genji. Yes. Yeah. Behind the scenes. Yes. I will, I will yes. do my part to let Genshi grow behind the scenes. He will do whatever he does. Mm -hmm. I will have roles. I will record him. I have a book just for you guys. So I will, you know, do mm -hmm. his little backstory and see where he goes. And like, obviously, I listen to you guys quite regularly. So mm -hmm. I'll be able to use a lot of the lore that you build over the next episodes to implement that i love that so much and if it ever gets I to a point where that. i feel like genshi should burst back onto the podcast we'll see how it goes okay okay i love that me mm -hmm. too thanks for letting I... me talk a lot oh, of course <laughs> i got one question for ro how do you feel about the weavers i think the it's concept cool. the, like the the I guess what I'm meaning to ask is your your thoughts on finding out that the power of absorbing gods was given to you by 
one of the original three. Like, does that does that change your your thought process or your your fear of the power? I think so. I think Rose going to go. His mindset's going to be changed. Like, mm-hmm. first it was, oh my god, the world's going to end, and then he has this power and then he's like well are they tied together but only finding out that they're two separate things they're not intertwined so i think knowing that they're not intertwined and that his doom ending prophecy is still important but it's not the most important thing that he is around and was given these gifts to essentially right a wrong He's going to do what he can to right that wrong. Cool. So Love I think that. he'll be a little bit less mopey. But I, mean, <laughs> I mean, he's still got a lot of tragedy and had to run from his family. Yeah. And everybody thinks he's the worst. Well, you've got siblings now that are on your side that don't think you're the worst that are little that are yeah. helping you. Right. So you've got a little bit more firepower behind you from your family. Your dad's still obviously. Your dad. Yeah. But and at the same time, I don't think Ro wants to put them in danger. No, but sure. I guess the idea of knowing that you have support kind of gives, I guess, Ro a little bit more of a confidence in himself, I think. True, true. I don't know. Uh, the way that I view Ro is I keep trying to like keep my mind separate. But in the same way, I'm like, in this kind of situation, what would I do? And then my thoughts were I would push the people I care about as far away from me as possible because I don't know what's going to happen. And that makes sense. Mm -hmm. That makes perfect sense. Because I think any good person, like no matter how much you want to reach out and ask for somebody, when you're in those types of situations where it could harm somebody else, you're not going to want to put them in that situation. You're scared to. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Because then it's on you. Yeah. And then Lou... My question for you. Yes. Red dragon? Red dragon. Where, where did that come from? That's a that's a left field. Red dragon came up because during the break I was like, Sam got lots of shit. <laughs> Look, to be fair, I got lots of shit because you pulled a fast one in episode three and I had to fix that because damn it, I don't want an unhappy ending. <laughs> so now I did some stuff. It also all came about because when I was coming up with the background for Genshi, I well helping to come up with the time we shared as like a traveling group. It then became very apparent to me that I've said she's traveled around with Herschel, but I had never really planned that out or mapped it out in any way. Yeah. Sort of see exactly what we did. So I did a lot of rolling. I did... I used D4s to see what direction we went as a group until eventually we ended up at like right outside of the the church where we found you. Yeah. We found Genshi. And I was like, that probably makes sense that this is where Genshi parts or like stays because you have business yeah. now that you've grown a little bit and whatever. So then it's like, okay, where do me and Herschel go? And I guess Ulrich <laughs> and we traveled around a little bit too but then ran into an encounter and i was like oh no and it was a lot of rolling to see what kind of an encounter it was 
and dragon one and, <laughs> and uh yep that's how it how it came about dice told me this was the answer and we love those dice rolls oh the dice yeah. always cause chaos they do yes. they're a big force of horror <laughs> <laughs> so side note when yeah. are we going to tell Ro about what happened in Luminor? I have a plan. <laughs> okay. I'm just I have making a plan. Sure. For anybody who is listening and doesn't know what I'm talking about, we did a lovely extra life stream where we did two new characters that were running around Luminor. And well, we things may happened may not have created some changes that are quite noticeable. Yes. In the capital of Mavis. Um, oh, no. Yeah, it's not a small deal. <laughs> no. <laughs> because of the roll of the dice. Yep, because of the dice. Yeah, we did a charity stream. And then we also just threw in some like extra rolls of plot hooks in there. And yeah, some, some interesting stuff is happening in the world that isn't here. But Celestine wouldn't have known. No, she wouldn't have known. So she couldn't tell you. <laughs> but when we get to probably Obsidian Falls, we'll know. I know when I'm planning on having the mic drop. Yes. The best part is I, I didn't get a chance to catch your entire stream. So I don't have a damn clue what you're As talking I, yeah, about. I don't think you were there no, when it happened. No. So. I, I, I came in on pieces of the live stream. Well, I'm excited now. <laughs> yeah, that's great. That's that's when I was like, I should probably come up with a lore binder so that I don't make a mistake and we don't forget about something. Continuity. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's some interesting stuff. So that will probably be happening next episode. Yes. That information. So stick okay. around, folks, if you want to yeah. find out what the heck happened. Yeah. I'm trying to think of what other fun things are coming up oh going back to that extra life stream i think is it still open sam yeah it's still open so i plan in, on leaving it open until like i think it can stay open until the end of the year oh okay oh wow so well that's great donations are still open up on extra life we have some cool like reward tier stuff a lot of the stuff doesn't make sense if we're not directly playing the game right now. But if you want to get some metal dice yes. and you also want to greatly fuck up the world and know how you're fucking up the world. That is um, true. If you do the highest donation on our on our list, which is $100, is a lot. But that's why you get a lot for your money. You get the physical pair of dice. You also get a chance to look at the list of plot hooks that we have and to pick one from them. That I know nothing about that Natasha waited until I got up and left to discuss with everybody on the stream. Yes. That's but... why I'm so pissed that it didn't record because <laughs> so then he... I can't go back. And he doesn't like, know what they are. <laughs> I don't know. And she's ah! keeping them from you. Nice. I'm just going to have to take it out on Alaris. That's what I'm just going to have to That's do. Fine. <laughs> uh, so that is there if anyone wants to screw up all of Pot Rod. Yes, yes. And 
once we figure out what we're doing, I think we're going to do a few more streams. I think that yes. that'll be fun. Yeah, because we liked the characters that we made on that. Um, like, yeah, I really did. Like <laughs> yeah. well, I totally for sure did. Like, totally. For I real. caught that. Surfer yeah, they were a lot of fun. Yeah, like, totally fun. Like, I don't uh, do voices because I, like, suck at them. But, like, this one seems to be my jam. It totally is. I really like it. <laughs> Don't make me pull out artist for his name. Never mind. Okay. <laughs> yeah, Felix. Dude, like thanks. Oh, well, Felix from my part, my podcast. He's a messed up voice. I feel like he's changed a little bit. The he's changed. He's he's changed as a character. Okay. So as as a character, he's changed, and that from from his interactions with Sendian has caused him to be a different entity. So in doing so, he's become less aggressive. He's become less cynical. So his voice has changed over the over the course of his interactions with Sendian. I see. And also, it's hard to keep that voice up. I thought it was more that. <laughs> And I totally understood it. And I was going to give you shit about it. <laughs> nice. But okay. I won't because voices are difficult. Yeah, they are. <laughs> voices are difficult unless you're a professional voice actor. I think our mm. gift friends, Pen, Hara, our little squeaky Gyro, need to all like, have a conversation together amongst each other. Oh, my God. Lou and Herschel and Alaris. Just all of them? Just put mm -hmm. every character voice I've ever done? You didn't bring out the hippo. Yeah, I did. Our gift yeah. friends. Oh, you said gift, gift friends. Gift. Yeah. That one is a struggle for me. <laughs> but you did a good job. But we'll never face. see them again. <laughs> I know, I know. It's like, just I can only do this voice gone. once. I can't make, one of them can't talk. Also, I did roll for Gyro, by the way, to see if he could talk. And it was a net one. Which is why that awful noise happened. Yeah. I'm kind of okay with him not talking. I just wanted him to not feel as scared. I wanted him to mm -hmm. be more of like a best friend doggy kind of thing. Like a puppy that's dog. what we were yeah. going for. So I was like, Rose still would have, have a little bit of connection with him still. So I would mm -hmm. assume he would try to help where he could. With yeah. Wendy. Yeah. Absolutely. And now I've got a companion to keep me company. Actually, I got yeah. two companions. Because you got, got paradise. I got yeah, paradise, and now I have Gyro as well. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Helping people left, right, and center everywhere I go. The lost. You're gonna help the lost. Mm -hmm. Gotta think of a cult name. <laughs> Wait, but I'm not a cult. You're not, not a, cult. a cult. I'm an old cult. Helping people realize they're people because Genji <laughs> has said several times that he's not a person. Doesn't feel like one. Mm -hmm. It took I'm him a long. It took him a long time him. to feel like a, like a like a person, like a like an entity that belongs. Because when you're, when you're created for a purpose, and then you're told that your use for that purpose is not useful, that you're garbage, you you can't do what you were created to do, and then you're thrown out on the street like trash. And then beaten and abused and constantly kicked down and told you're nothing. You're a trash panda. 
you get it in mm-hmm. your head that you're not worth anything. Yeah. So it's kind of it's it's like a like like a perfect little Aurora Bauer at Ouroboros in a yeah. sense where he's now eating his own tail to mm-hmm. not have that happen to others. Yeah. But in doing so, he is worth something. Dun dun dun. dun, dun, dun. Magic. I think that's part of what also made me cry a lot is that it was so much growth for Genji. It wasn't so much the saying goodbye, but that part also mm-hmm. hurts. But I think also just that I felt like this was exactly what Genji was supposed to do. I like, agree. I was yeah. kind of hoping that's what you were aiming for for his exit because yeah. I was like, oh, wouldn't that be awesome if he goes and helps all those people that Genesis created and yeah. didn't give two shits about? Because I assume there's a lot of them. Yeah. He doesn't yeah. care about a lot of things. Mm-hmm. And if he just wants to go talk to somebody on a whim, he usually does it by having to create something first. Yep. Before he can actually speak to whoever. So yeah. there's a lot of little random things in the world. Oh my God. I'm going to create you guys an army. But I'm going to call it now when I took some of his powers, I took the ability to create things to speak through away from him. Just interesting. So he'll actually have to show up. Okay. And he's not going to do that. Yeah, he's He's not not a show up kind of guy. No, no, no. Especially, especially knowing that Ro was taking powers from him. Like he, he, like, because in last episode, he he distinctly looked at Ro and says, "Uh -uh," Mm uh-uh, and then poofed out. So he knows that Ro is the one doing that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So there's no way that he would attempt that again. Because if there's one thing the God of creation is, it's prideful of themselves and fearful of not existing. But at the same time, I took something that belongs to him that he can't get back. The God of creation is missing an ability of creation. But he would probably in himself think of who created him and go back to them and demand reaffirmation of power. But I don't think he can. So his next best thing would be the keys. But he was already trying to get those. He was trying to get those. But dun, now he dun, knows dun. But now he knows that we potentially got in there. Mm-hmm. So either little secrets <laughs> so either either genesis <sighs> is going to start that. coming after genshi in attempt to push genshi back into that cage to try and get keys or he's going to come after Rofe with other entities to try and get keys but I'm... you took away his capability of creation so he can't create anything anymore to come after you he oh he's to gonna actually oh. find people to do the dirty oh he's work. gonna feel like a like he's that's going to be a rude awakening and he's probably going to be really angry having to ask people or tell them they have to oh he's not gonna he doesn't ask the god of creation doesn't ask no he tells he he orders i'm getting very like hercules versus hera in the series vibes yeah i'm getting goosebumps thinking about it i like it don't i'm excited to see what you guys do with this I, i i really really am and then yeah. we go up against a monster next session and we die. <laughs> and then Genshi takes over the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Truthfully, like, because I have also been thinking, I know you have said how you want, like, that you have an idea for how the whole story arc of Lou and Ro goes and ends. 
I've been thinking specifically about this, let's call it season. Yeah. And where I would like that to go. Okay. So there's some, there's some interesting wild stuff coming up and some interesting possibilities. Well, like I said, thanks to you and what you've thrown at me, I didn't know how I wanted this to end. And then because of what you did, just like in episode three, I had to course correct my original idea because originally I was supposed to be like a stuck up prince who ran away because he saw a prophecy who meant nothing to anyone and has to deal with the fact that maybe he just overdid something and now he's causing war into this big old thing that Mm -hmm. is now completely different. But because of what you did in one specific episode, I know exactly how things are going to end. Okay. And now, Natasha, it's your job to fuck it all up. I'm going to... Chris, I'm going to try. She can't. I can tell you this much, if that lets you know anything at all. Also, just so everybody knows, I have littered breadcrumbs throughout every single episode once I knew exactly what was coming up and how I'm going Mm -hmm. to do things. So if you have been paying attention to the little things that I've been dropping, you'll know. Wait, I was supposed to be paying attention to things? (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Do you guys have anything else you'd like to add other than it was lovely having Chris as a guest? It was lovely being a guest. It was lovely Mm -hmm. getting a chance to play with you guys and roll some dice and being a party of 2.5 for a little while. Mm -hmm. Unless there's anything you guys got for me. No. Just thanks for being here and thanks for sharing in this story. And I don't know, having such an interesting character that I think people will, I don't know, just like. Hopefully enjoy. Yeah. Yeah, I hope everybody does like him. Because as much as Ro hates him, I love him. (laughs) I had a feeling Ro hated him. And I don't really think it's a hate-hate. I think it's, Mm -hmm. he has no manners. and I think think it's like that little brother, older brother thing where like you put up with him. But yet, if he just kind of like walked off a cliff, he wouldn't be too sad. But then, then, but then you'd be sad realizing that your little brother just walked off a cliff. I think it's more along the lines of I didn't know you, but as I got to know you, I still don't like the things you do because you make me uncomfortable. But if anything happens to you, I will scorch the earth to find out who did what, because nobody messes with somebody I. <laughs> care about even if i pretend don't like them them. (laughs) Mm -hmm. i care about people and not like them at the same time just like your family just like my dad i love my dad but i hate him i care about him and if anything happened to him i'd be upset but at the same time not so much Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) well it has been my pleasure to be a guest on your guys podcast i wish you all the luck with the future with everything that Lo and Rue Rue. Lo <laughs> Wow. Lou <laughs> and Ro and Herschel are gonna have thrown at them. And yeah, I'm I'm excited to see where it all goes. Me too. Me too. Me three. In between things. Gosh. I really I really can't like I'm 
can't wait to see where we take things mm-hmm. now. And if in between listening to Pot Rod, you guys, your listeners ever get a little stir crazy and need an extra podcast to listen to with some chaotic bullshit in it, please. But more come. D&D rules. <laughs> more D&D rules, a little bit more <laughs> traditional, traditional D&D. You can come check my podcast out which is the chaos den podcast you can find me on instagram at the chaos den podcast we are also on threads we're on spotify google podcasts amazon music yeah we'd love to love to have you guys over there but make sure you finish mm-hmm. pot rod first you don't come to me unless you finish pot rod okay then you come to me there. afterwards I don't well, know you if you can, can finish Pot Rod. That's true. No, you have to get caught up with Pot Rod first, and then you can come okay. deal with us. Caught up. All caught right, up. fine. Caught, caught up. up, I'll take. Yeah. Also, if you do decide to listen to us, feel free to skip to episode nine. It's okay. You can skip the first nine episodes. They're they're not that good of audio quality. That's our Shh. episode one, which secret. We're gonna try to remaster. I can't remaster mine. They're (laughs) (laughs) just jump to episode nine. I promise you it's okay. That's all that matters is that it's okay. It's okay. It's okay, Ro. It's going to be okay. Is it though? It's going to be okay. okay. I don't think so. All right. On that note, we love you. We hope you have a great and wonderful time away from us. And we hope to see you back soon. Take care, everybody. And as always, embrace the chaos, roll those dice. I'll maybe see you again. Definitely. Eh, maybe. Maybe. Really? I'm the one that's supposed <laughs> to say meh. I know, that's why I was changing it up. <laughs> You're not supposed to flip the script. I'll do what I want. Okay, bye everybody. Bye. Bye. If you have any questions that you're burning to know the answers to, send them to us at joinpartyof2 at gmail.com or find us on Instagram at joinpartyof2. That is the number two. Look for new episodes of Party of Two Roll of the Dice every Friday. As always, thanks for listening. Bye. We love you. Mwah.